no longer an apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. And if you can tell by the tone of my voice right now, we're talking about something that's a little sad. When I talk about sad, I'm talking about my feelings when I watch the New York Giants play. And some people are probably really excited for this upcoming NFL season. And I am too, just to get football back. We love football. But the New York Giants are so bad that it's going to make this one of the most painful episodes I have done. But, and you guys can probably tell listening to this podcast, especially when talking about UNC sports, I am incredibly optimistic about my teams. But when it comes to the New York football giants, I am so pessimistic due to how bad we have been in the last 10 years. As a reminder, we've made the playoffs one time since we won Super Bowl 46 when we beat the Patriots the second time. We just had Super Bowl 56, I believe. So, yep, that is nine out of the last 10 years. We have had a losing record and have missed the playoffs and been a garbage franchise. Uh, So I'm not going to hold back, but we are going to talk today about how I think the Giants are going to do this season. And trust me, I'm going to be very realistic, uh, maybe even a little more pessimistic. And I'm not trying to be negative, but it has to be done because I'm not going to come on here and say, yo, if the Giants do this, they can be a playoff team. Uh, but I'll definitely talk about my ceilings and stuff. So let, let's get into my reasons why I'm worried about the New York Giants this year. The main reason, the quarterback play. I am not a Daniel Jones believer. I think this guy is not a starting caliber quarterback. And I'm also of the belief that if you really want to win in the NFL, you need to have a top 10 quarterback minimum. You look at the guys that were in the running last year contending for a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford won it, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. And then you look at teams who just can't get over the hump, but are very good football teams. The Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, even the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. And now they got Trey Lance starting for this season in his second year. We'll see how he does. But The quarterback play is so important to be a relevant team and be a winning team. And Daniel Jones is maybe a top 25 quarterback. That's not going to get it done. I don't see his, he he gets nervous in the pocket, I think. I think uh, he has trouble holding onto the football. It always turns the ball over. It seems like every game he has a fumble or a bad throw. That's that's an interception. Don't think he can read defenses that well. His athleticism is surprising. And it's nice to have that ability to be a little mobile for a guy who doesn't look very mobile. But when it comes to throwing the football, I just don't think he's that good. And I believe that if you don't have a good quarterback, you're not winning in this league. But it really comes down to more than that because this is an offense that's very injury prone. I love Saquon Barkley to death, and I'm so glad that he's still on our team because I was worried that we would just give up on him because of the injuries, but objectively, he's very injury prone. I think this is his year actually to come back. He's going to be one of the bright spots, I think, for this team this year. I, I My stock is high on Saquon Barkley, but when you look at the wide receivers, Kenny Galladay, who we paid four years, $72 million, that's $18 million a year, did not catch a touchdown last season getting paid $18 million a year. He barely even had 500 yards, if he even had that. He's very injury-prone. He's made out of, like, glass. I love Kadarius Toney, but he's been very injury-prone. He's not even 
he's been off and on injury wise uh, during this preseason. Not he's not going to play this upcoming Sunday in our second preseason game. Uh, and then Sterling Shepard, I mean, he's injured almost every year. Um, out of the slot, we paid him 10 mil a year. He's a great receiver, I think. He can be a nice second, third option. But when it comes to these guys staying on the field, they can't stay healthy. And this is partly the reason maybe that Daniel Jones has struggled up to this point in this career and not has lived up and has not lived up to the height of a number six overall pick is because he's never had a consistent set of targets each game. I mean, our starting receivers were all over the place last year because you got Shepard in and out of the lineup, got Kenny Galladay in and out of the lineup, Kadarius Toney uh, in and out of the lineup, even guys like Darius Slayton. We draft Wandale Robinson, who seems pretty good, but why do we need a fifth wide receiver? I don't know. Maybe he's going to be above Slayton and Shepard. It looks like he is right now. He's third on the depth chart. Uh, our tight ends are pretty below average. Uh, I'm looking here, Daniel Bellinger and Ricky Seals-Jones. Those names don't really pop out. So when you're combining the quarterback play with how injury-prone the receiving core is, plus your running back, this offense, in my eyes, doesn't look to be putting up that many points. And this is not a surprise because we haven't put up like 20 points a game in a season in it seems like five to six years. Now the one bright spot potentially for this offense could be the run game. Like I said, I really think Saquon's going to do well this year, but look at our offensive line. You got Andrew Thomas on the left uh, at left tackle, Evan Neal right tackle. You got two young, talented, on rookie deals, uh, offensive tackles in Thomas and Neal. These guys are going to be the pioneers to rebuild an offensive line. They need to play really well. Uh, I mean, I'm not too, I, I I would hope I'm not that worried about the offensive line, but we've never had a good offensive line since we won the Super Bowl, which again was 10 years ago. So I, I have so many question marks about this offense, but really what it comes down to is if Daniel Jones doesn't play well, this team is heading for another losing season. And I think this team would head to draft another quarterback in the first round because best believe that if this team is bad this year, they're going to be in a top five pick scenario. That kind of brings me to the defense. We'll go there. A lot more hopeful for a defense that I believe has a lot of really good players. Let's start with uh, edge rusher rookie Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, fifth overall pick. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Uh, he's an he's an athletic freak. He's a, a physical specimen, very strong, very fast, He's and he's hungry for it. I think he's really got a good motor from what I've seen this offseason and, and, pre- and preparing for the preseason. And then you got Leonard Williams. We paid him about $20 million a year. I think he's going to do a good job. Aziz Ojolari, another uh, young uh, player on a rookie deal, second year in the league. And then Dexter Lawrence at nose tackle. So uh, we're in a 3-4 right now. So that means you got Dexter Lawrence in the middle, uh, Leonard Williams playing DN, and then you can throw Thibodeau and Ojolari uh, as the edge rushers in there. One of them might drop back into coverage. But that's a really, really good pretty scary defensive line. This should be a defensive line that gets a lot of sacks, gets a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And I think this really does have uh, the potential to be a, a, I don't don't want to be so eager to say a top 10 defense, but at least a top 15 defense, a defense in the better half of the league. You get Blake Martinez back from an ACL tear. Uh, The secondary, I have a couple questions about. I don't know why we got rid of James Bradbury. I think don't see the issue with his, it was one year left on his deal. We gave him up for nothing. I know you have 
to shed salary, but uh, we have a Dory Jackson starting uh, as our main corner. Aaron Robinson, former third-round pick. I believe it's his second year. And then Darnay Holmes in the slot. Uh, some of these names might not sound familiar to you guys if you guys aren't Giants fans, but uh, that's kind of the point, right? Why get rid of Bradbury um, if, if you have some question marks at corner? Love the safeties, though. Xavier McKinney, uh, second-round pick out of Alabama from a year ago. His second year in the league, I, I really think that uh, he, he, he already had a very good start to his career. Maybe it's his third year in the league. Uh, I'd have to look that up, but Xavier McKinney, really good young safety, and then Julian Love next to him at strong safety. I think that's a good young duo uh, to to kind of hold down the fort back there in the secondary. So looking at this defense, I think it's really promising. And I know I've been pretty pessimistic so far about the offense, but I think this is a defense that can wreak some havoc. They've got young players. They're fast. They're athletic. Uh, It's, you know, they got to play smart. They got to not get penalties. And I think it really is going to be a make or break defense with the defensive line. If we can't get the pressure that I think we can get uh, on opposing quarterbacks, then uh, this secondary will be pretty vulnerable uh, because who knows, uh, what can happen with a couple injuries or two because it always happens in a season linebacker core I'm a little questionable on but I'm I think the defensive line should be the brightest spot on this entire team and then looking at the special teams Graham Gano back for kicker we love him got Jamie Gillen at punter never really heard of him before um and then uh, kick returner, punt returner, CJ Board, he was all right. Uh, you, you can throw a Dory Jackson in there at punt returner if you really want. Uh, but looking at this team, this looks like a pretty below average team, although I really think that in a couple years it could become a very good team. There are a lot of good young players on, on rookie deals. That's a big part. And when we're talking about win now windows, this team isn't there yet. But give this team a couple years maybe with a new quarterback and I I think uh, the Giants are really heading in the right direction under the new management um, general manager shown has done a really good job Ryan Dabble head coach uh, getting the Buffalo guys in here I think was huge getting rid of Dave Gettleman was a was the best decision we've made the last four years he somehow made our team worse under his uh, control uh, I'm I wasn't happy when we hired him and I am not happy that we had him for as long as we did but uh, hopefully the Giants can provide some sort of promise. I mean, two years ago when we went from like one and eight to five and eight, that was the most excited I've been about the Giants in, geez, and since since Odell and Eli Manning were were playing together. I mean, it's been that long, guys. You can probably tell there's some pain in my voice. Uh, but I'm gonna run through our schedule, and I'm really gonna predict these games on the spot. I've actually not really looked fully at our schedule. Um, I just kind of thought, what, what am I going to record today? Let's talk about the Giants. Um, so looking at the week one, Tennessee, I'm going to grab a pad of paper out. Give me one sec. All right. Tennessee, uh, week one, that's in Tennessee. That's definitely going to be a loss. Uh, playing Carolina week two, I think that can be a win for sure. I'm not sure about the Panthers quarterback play. Obviously they trade for Baker Mayfield. Uh, but uh, the home opener, I would hope the Giants can prevent going 0-2 yet again in like what seems like the eighth season in a row. I'm booking it for this year. We're going to win one of the first two games. I think we've literally started 0-2 the last five seasons, and, and that's a real stat. I'm not just making that up. Uh, week three against the Cowboys, we're going to lose that one. We never beat the Cowboys, it seems. Um, week four against the Bears at home, I actually think that's going to be a win. I, I think we can beat the Bears Justin Fields, who knows how he's going to be in his second season. Uh, I think the Giants can win that one, but it gets tough from there the next couple games because we're at Green Bay. That's for sure a loss. 
uh, Aaron Rodgers, we, I mean, he just destroys us every year, it seems. We play him. The Baltimore Ravens, we're going to lose to them at home. Lamar Jackson, um, no way we're going to stop him. At Jacksonville and at Seattle in the next couple weeks, I mean, I would hope we could win these games. I'm actually going to have us lose to Jacksonville. Uh, you know, I, I think we're going to see a step forward from Trevor Lawrence and this just is going to be one of those games where, oh, the Giants should totally win this game. And then we don't. Uh, but I, I think we'll beat Seattle. We'll break the three game losing streak Bye week is week nine, week 10. We'll beat the Texans for sure. So that right now leaves us at four and five. Sounds pretty good, right? Um, then we play home against Detroit. I actually think this is a game we should win, but we won't. Uh, we're going to lose to the, to the Detroit Lions. And I'm actually looking at the schedule, and as I'm going through it, this is a pretty favorable schedule. We're, we're going up against some pretty bad teams to start the season. We could very well be 5-5 five and five some point in the season, but I don't really have that much faith, again, in Daniel Jones because he's the, he's the X factor for this year. Uh, then we play Dallas week 12 at Dallas. That's absolutely going to be a loss. I feel like we never win at Dallas. Um, uh, I also unfortunately think that if it was any year for Dallas to make a good run at it, it could be this year. Micah Parsons is an absolute monster. I can't believe we didn't take him uh, and let him go to Dallas. That was could be a decade-long mistake by the one and only Dave Gettleman. Uh, the Washington Commanders at home. I actually am going to pick us to lose this game. Um, Washington's always a tough team to to play. I mean, it seems, and especially with their defense being really good sometimes and, and just kind of uh, laying an egg in some other games, Washington. Uh, but who knows if Carson Wentz is going to play well for them. I think this is an, a really intriguing team. Um, I think we'll beat the Eagles at home. And you might be saying, well, the Giants never beat the Eagles, but... We beat them once last year, so I'll take it. Uh, then we'll, we'll lose to, to Washington again the next week. I actually am picking us to, to lose the season series to Washington, which we've had their number recently, but uh, I, I think with Wentz or even Sam Howell, uh, I think this Washington team will, will get us back this year. I mean, last year that we lost on like a roughing the path, a roughing the kicker, and they kicked a field goal to win, but um, you know that was the start of a fun season, wasn't it? And then uh, week 16, we're at Minnesota. I'm going to pick us to lose that game. Minnesota will probably be playing for a a playoff spot at that point. Um, And then the Indianapolis Colts week 17, they will also probably be playing for seeding at that point, and we will lose that game. So I'm now counting them up. One, two, three, four, five. Wow, I picked us to go five and 12. Um, I was really thinking six and 11, so um, I'm not too far off there. Let me look at this. Maybe, Maybe we'll beat Detroit. Actually, I'll pick us to beat Washington week 13. One of the games, we'll, we'll beat Washington um, week 13 at home. So that does change it to 6-11. and 11. I've always thought 6-11. and 11. I am kind of surprised I was only a game off. But um, yeah, so based off of what I'm seeing, we're going to beat the Panthers week 2, the Bears week 4. Uh, we'll wait till week uh, 8 to beat the Seahawks uh, week 10 against the Texans. And then 13 against the Commanders and week 14 against the Eagles. So that will be 6 and 11. Uh, if we are this bad, I am hoping that we draft a new quarterback because there are some really good prospects coming up. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, um, a couple that come to mind. I think that they would look great in a Giants uniform. Uh, and then lastly, because I clearly have no faith in my football team, what is the ceiling? How good can this team realistically be at its best? 
And I will say, if this team puts all the pieces together under a first-year coach, which will be hard to do, I think 9-8 and is a real possibility with this schedule and sneak into the seventh spot. That is my ceiling for this team. Um, this so it's really just because of the new format, adding a seventh team at a ceiling. This team can make the playoffs. I think the defense has a lot of promise. There's a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball. It just can't stay healthy and all be on the field at the same time. But uh, if Daniel Jones can take care of the ball and put some put together a good string of games, I. I I would not be surprised if this team won about eight or nine games. I just don't have the faith in my quarterback. And that's what really sucks. I want to root for my quarterback. I don't want to hate Daniel Jones. But at this point, he hasn't given me anything to really show that he's like a Joe Burrow. Like, he made that great first impression. I mean, he's like a Josh Allen who, after a first or second year, where okay, he was pretty good. He took a massive leap. Um I thought last year was Daniel Jones' last straw. This is really it for him. This is his last opportunity to show that he can be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants. So uh, am I excited for the season? Uh, yes and no. Uh, honestly, I- I'm intrigued to see how we do. I-, I want the defense to be dominant. I want Saquon Barkley to play well. And I think if those two things happen and Daniel Jones can be a decent to good quarterback, um, maybe this team will surprise me. I hope. But uh, that's going to do it today for probably one of the most pessimistic episodes I've had. Uh, I'm being realistic, though, because uh, I knew that if I came on here and talked about how the Giants could really flip a switch this year and then we get flamed, people are going to be coming to me saying, hey, you shouldn't have said that on your podcast. I'm not saying that I believe in that stuff, but it's really just like, hey, if you put it out into the universe, you never know. Um but I, I truly do believe that the Giants are a year or two away maybe from actually being able to compete in the NFL just because of how young the team is and, uh, you know, it takes time to groom and develop these players. But, uh, yeah, after talking about this, I am a little excited for the NFL season. Giants are, or not, you know, uh, it's going to be great to have NFL Sundays back along with college football. And speaking of college football, we're going to have UNC's season opener in eight days I will have a special guest episode on that next week and also going to do a fantasy football episode probably tomorrow. But thank you so much for listening to this one and I'll speak to you next time.